Howdy guys, I'm Aiden of Blue Couch Productions, and welcome to the 40th ever episode of Aiden on Anchor, the show where I tell you about my life story as well as my journey with this cool little app called Anchor. Currently, January 11, 2020, 1.30 p.m., just a couple of minutes after I recorded episode 39. Again, this one, like the last one, should be out in February, so it'll be a little while, but hopefully this topic is a bit more uh, on time. <laughs> relevant I guess I don't know I don't know what I'm doing with the show anymore what are we gonna be talking about today Aiden well glad you asked really appreciate it I figured for episode 40 we could uh, cover and, and do a little bit of a retrospective on season one of back to the video games now that it's finally all out all 10 episodes and the whole season one video where you can watch all of them uh, go check both those out if you haven't seen them by the way and uh, I'm going to just go over each episode, my thought process, a little bit of behind-the-scenes stuff, and I kind of give you my overall thoughts as to what I think of the project now that it's finally out, at least its first complete season is. So let's get started. Uh, first, with sort of the conception. And uh, if, you, if you haven't seen Back to the Video Games or don't know, I have a YouTube channel called Blue Catch Productions. Uh, most of the time that I spent on Blue Couch Productions was making a variety of content where I would try all sorts of things like Let's Plays, vlogs, streams, skits, etc. And then roughly around two or three years into it, um, I thought, yo, it'd be a good idea to niche down and to really make some high-quality, well-produced content. And I had always ha kind of had the idea of making high-quality, well-produced content before, uh, but I really hadn't been like all that great when it came to editing, and I didn't know how to turn that into an actual thing. And then once I saw Zack Snyder's Your Everyday Nerd, a similar show, uh, where he talks about nerd media every day, and it's real highly produced, and it's a show, right? It has like a has a bit of a set, a bit of a formula to it. And that gave me an idea to like try to do my own, basically Your Everyday Nerd. And so I thought about what I would talk about and what I would do. And of course, video games was the first thing that came to mind because I'm obviously love video games. I talk about them all the freaking time, whether it's on Anchor or Twitter or any of my socials, Discord, etc. And then it was just a matter of coming up with the, the show's look, the aesthetic, the logo, etc. I got really lucky with the logo, actually, because <laughs> I'm like, shoot, uh, what do I call it? And then I was thinking of like Back to the Future. Right? I'm like, oh, we could call it like Back to the Video Games and then have the logo look like Back to the Future. So that's what I did. It was originally going to be called Back to the Games, uh, but that was already a channel that existed. And so I didn't want to take that name and use it for my own. So I added video to the title. So now it's Back to the Video Games rather than Back to the Games. But I designed the logo. I made the wood background. I decided that uh, just for convenience sake that it would be a green screen show. That way, no matter where I went or where I moved or where I was at, because I was going into college at the time, I could always have a consistent look every time. And so by having the green screen, I could carry it around, film it wherever, and it would always look like an episode of Back to the Video Games. And then I got like a wood panel background, my DSLR camera, the microphone, etc. All these pieces, right, kind of building over the years to make a show like Back to the Video Games possible. And so I thought of all this, wanted to do all this, and then I believe it was December 2018, that was when the first episode sort of went into production, 
uh, I was like, oh shit, what am I going to do for my first topic? What am I going to talk about? Oh God, this is so hard. And I remember looking at NES online and being like, oh, why don't we do like a, a cool little versus between the first Mario and the first Zelda? And I thought, oh, okay, that'd be a good idea. So I got in front of the green screen. I filmed that section and I'm like, ugh, this is just boring. Nobody's going to want to watch me just talk about these two games. I got to add something to it. And I had Ethan around, of course, back then before he kind of like moved out. And so we just sort of did like a bunch of Mario and Zelda related skits. A lot of skits, actually. Probably the most out of any episode. We just filmed so much stuff. And some of them didn't even get in. We had so much stuff. Like we, we filmed a lot. Uh, and then I took those skits, put them in between the segments. And, and, and that was sort of the conception for Back to the Video Games, episode one. And then it came out. Roughly, let's see. I have the I have the playlist pulled up here. When did it come out? January fourth, twenty nineteen. So the start of twenty nineteen was the first episode of Back to the Video Games, and it's kind of bad. I know, I know. Yeah, I had to put all this this effort into making this this high quality video, high quality series, and the first episode of the show, Mario vs Zelda, has way too many issues for me to watch it today. Uh, just for, just to list off a couple of things that I don't like about this first episode. Uh, number one, I am way too close to the camera. Like I am right on it. I take up like 75% of the screen. So you can't even watch the video in full screen because most of it's just like me. You kind of have to be like sitting back a little bit or, uh, not watch the video in full screen. Uh, the green screen effect is pretty bad. Uh, you can tell cause there's a, like a green outline around my sweatshirt, and especially my head. I don't know what about my head specifically, but it, it was so hard to, to chroma key, and I didn't really know how to do it well, so I was just kind of fumbling with the, with a bunch of Vegas effects, and clearly I hadn't mastered it. Uh, another problem, I'm out of focus. I can tell you that right away. After uh, 2019 was the year of like me learning focus, and so at the start of it, I was just kind of amateur hour, as, as you can see here, and then like toward... Uh, the end was when I started to finally figure out, like, oh, manual focus is probably better than autofocus. Oh, I can't see my little flip-out screen, so I should probably have, like, it plugged up to a bigger monitor so I can see. And uh, I, I learned a lot of secrets to try to get the focus to work well. Here, obviously, though, being the first episode, it doesn't look great. I do like a lot of my commentary and my points, but the ending specifically uh, had a bit of issues just because I didn't bring up Breath of the Wild at all. Or I had, but I cut it out. So the end is kind of a mess. And then while I do like a lot of the skits, there are way too many of them. And some of them just don't serve any purpose other than like, it's me and Ethan dancing. Or it's me and Ethan uh, lip syncing. Or like, you know, some of them are legitimately good. I love the like the modern day retelling of, of like Donkey Kong. I love all the bits where Ethan has like a wooden sword and he beats me up. I love the Ganon bit. Like there's a lot that I do enjoy bit wise uh but there's a couple like the super mario super show one that i would have cut out nowadays i would have cut out the zelda commercial i would have just kind of shortened it overall but for some reason i'm like i have to get it over 20 minutes so there's just a lot of filler stuff uh and, and even with that surprisingly it is still one of the shorter episodes of back to the video games little did we know i guess um but yeah uh, as of doing this podcast, it is the most viewed episode of Back to the Video Games at about 112 views. A lot of people were excited about it. A lot of people wanted to know where the show would go. And uh, yeah, we had a lot of comments, like 16 whole comments. So many. A lot of people like answering the question of the day, which one they prefer, right? Uh, 
lot of new people. Astral Arrow, apparently. <laughs> Whoever that guy is. I hope he still watches my stuff, whoever you are. Mr. Astral Arrow. Uh, but yeah, that was episode one. And so going off of episode one, I'm like, all right, I did it. I created this high-quality, high-produced show. Now all I have to do is figure out a way to improve it quality-wise. And number two, make it a lot more consistent. And so the plan for consistency was just to do one a week. That was all I was going to do. I was just going to make that one video every week. And it kind of started out that way. Episode two and three came out on time. Four a little later. Five a lot later. Six close. Seven close. Eight a lot later. Nine a lot later. And then ten a lot later. So we didn't really do well on the consistency front. But in terms of the quality front, each episode to me is an improvement over the other. I'm not going to be one of those people that are like, oh, the first thing I did was the best. Like, no, there is substantial improvement from episode one to episode two. I'm going to go to that one now. When it comes to the... Sorry if you could hear it. (laughs) I probably should mute these, actually. There we go. Okay, so episode two. We're, We're a little bit further from the camera. Not much, but we're a little bit further. I can tell the focus looks a little bit better. Uh, my eyes, my poor eyes are like going opposite directions because the light is so harsh on me because they don't know how to push it back yet. And the green screen's still bad. Still about the same awfulness. Uh, but this time I was reviewing Smash Ultimate. And honestly, in terms of the game review side of back to the video games, because originally the, the show was just going to be game reviews, but then I'm like, no, let's have every other episode be about a video game topic and then have the other half be like reviews. So in terms of the review side, I always thought the Smash Brothers review was like the most like well like how do I want to word it? It it just had I think the most to say about the game. It was the most informative of my reviews. I think this was the one that really like covered everything about Smash Ultimate. I went to like every menu, I talked about every category of the game, and I just spent so much time on it. And it made it pretty much to this day the longest episode of Back to the Video Games at 2747, which I know doesn't like sound all that long, but like I was like, I'm never going to make a Back to the Video Games at 30 minutes. And I think this was when I had that rule in mind because I'm like, I don't want these to go on forever. These have to be relatively short uh, because I just end up wasting a lot of time. I, th- I felt like I used the time in the Smash Brothers one pretty well. But going back and watching it, it probably has some of the worst pacing issues, I would say. Where it just it kind of goes on a little long. And I get it. Like, I wanted to be thorough. I wanted to... That's the word, thorough. Uh, I wanted to be thorough. I wanted to cover a lot. I do like a lot of the bits here. The one at the end is probably my favorite, where, like, Ethan pretends to be a Smash Brothers character named Big Boy from the historic Big Boy series. I'm like, I don't remember Big Boy. And then I just clown on him and stuff. I also like the GameCube controller bit. That was the first bit in Back to the Video Games where rather than it being a skit, it was simply taking my commentary, taking what I said, and then like twisting it a little bit to make it funny, which would kind of be like a sign of things to come later on when Ethan moved out. But that's episode two. Where does it sit at right now? 31 views. Not bad. Not bad. Pretty much the way I view a successful Back to the Video Games episode is like, it was worth it to make if it got over uh, 20 views. That's it's not a high bar, <laughs> and it's especially probably not the right approach when like you make these for like a month at a time, but uh, hey, what are you going to do? All right, episode three. This was my, my top 10 Switch games, and at this point, 
again, another substantial improvement. The green screen effect is so much better. You don't see the dumbass green outline. I moved even farther back, so now I'm not taking up half of the screen. Uh, I'm just a little shorter overall. The eye, the fucking, my eyes look normal because the lights aren't right on them. The only, like, chroma key mistake was just that my Switch had a, like, green neon Joy-Con. So, of course, that got chroma keyed out, unfortunately. Um, but otherwise, it was fine. And this this episode was probably the most easiest. This was the easiest episode to make. This probably took the least amount of time, I would say. Because, like, top tens is something I've done before. I made top tens in the past. High-produced ones. This one was just adding a little bit of, like, back to the video game's flair to that where I had to be on camera, I had to show examples, uh, I had to film B-roll. Oh yeah, B-roll. Yeah, B-roll wasn't a thing originally in the first episode. That was an episode two thing. And I'm like, you know, it'd be cool. Like, what if we had some shots like showing what I was talking about? Uh, and B-roll has been a concept that's been around forever, but I had no idea what the fuck it meant. So I actually like took the time to like watch a video about B-roll and learned about it. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. So I had brought that into the Smash Ultimate review where every transition was a bit of B-roll where I would show like the game or an amiibo or something like that. And this episode took that B-roll concept even further where each game I showed had a shot of the case. The beginning and the end showed like all the games together specifically I even held up the cases here and there. Like, this was probably the first example of, like, B-roll done right. What was the bit in this one? I don't remember the bit. Oh, Ask Ethan. Yeah, that was just because I was lazy and I didn't want to do, like, an actual bit. Because I, I got... The bits were always the hardest part to film. They took the most time. I had to have Ethan for them almost always. Because I would never do bits by myself. I just didn't think I was funny enough. So I'm like, shit, I need Ethan. Otherwise, I'm not going to do these bits. And then, like... That was, that was one of those days where Ethan didn't really want to do it either. So I'm just like, fine, we'll just do like Ask Ethan. So I asked him questions about his, his favorite Switch games, what he liked. And it had my dog Dixie. Oh, I miss Dixie so much. He's not at her house anymore. I've talked about that on an older Aiden on Acre episode before. Uh, and then, yeah, it's just a top 10, basically. There's not a lot to it. It's a very simple episode. It took the least amount of time. But there were still improvements here, not only in B-roll, but just my on-camera presence and such. I even started like showing a little bit more gameplay, mainly from other YouTube channels, because I wasn't about to film like 10 games worth of B-roll. But hey, what are you going to do? I gave credit. <laughs> I gave credit. All right, episode four. Oh, I love this episode. Why I love Tech Mobile. So this is the shortest episode overall at a slim 14 minutes. This was like college Aiden, roughly, and I remember not having a whole lot of time to film anything that weekend, so this was like filmed in an afternoon, pretty much. And this episode uh, didn't have Ethan in it as well, so I had to like do all the bits by myself for the first time, and I just had so much fun with these wild out there bits. <laughs> like, there's, there's this whole shit about like me explaining to another version of me all the rules of football, and I just go on and on and on and on, and the other Aiden just has enough, and his brain explodes and shit like that. There's this other one where it's like where I score a touchdown, and another Aiden comes up, is like, "Yo, bro, that was a great play," and then and then he slaps my ass, and then uh, the Law and Order SVU thing comes in, and I do a skedaddle skedoodle joke. <laughs> God, all three of these bits are legit, like my favorite bits probably the whole show 
I don't think I ever produced a bit that was like quite as good as that Tech Mobile episode. And even the commentary is really good. I, I remember playing Tech Mobile for a long time, but like never wanting to do a video on it just because like who would watch that? And I figured back to the video games would be a good opportunity to do that. And, and, and you know, we wasn't the highest viewed. It's like 27 views. It's not awful. But there were still a lot of people who didn't watch it. But like I made it short enough and concise enough. Again, 14 minutes, the shortest of the series. Uh, to where I felt like it was at least watchable. And if you, if you didn't care about the game, you would like the bit stuff even more. But I thought my commentary was really good. I thought the bits here were really good. The green screen's good. Uh, looks like I'm a little bit close to the camera, but not much here. Yeah, just overall like a great episode. I had a lot of fun with this. This was like right before the depression kicked too. So like the past two or three episodes were kind of building on each other. We had the first episode, then the second, then the third, and then, and then the fourth. And then there was a large break between episode four and five where I like dropped out of college, fell into a depression. And then back to the video games, just like, oh shit, I don't know what to do with this anymore. Like, where was I even at? What do I even want to do? I was just kind of in a bitchy mood at the time. And then so that created the most negative episode of back to the video games, my problem with Starlink. And I remember the cool part about this video was the uh, different camera perspectives. So I would have my forward facing perspective on the wood background. And then like uh, I would turn to the left or right where I would have a webcam on a tripod. And so you would get those two perspectives. They were both filming the entire time. And then anytime I turned over, I would just simply switch over to that footage. And that kind of created a cool effect. It didn't work as well because I was green screened on one and not on the other. But you get the idea. And so in this video, I talk about the history of Star Fox. I talk about the Toys to Life craze. And then I get into my issues with Starlink specifically. And I think the first half of the video where I'm talking about Star Fox and Toys to Life is pretty good. My arguments against Starlink are kind of like after rewatching it kind of fall flat in a couple of areas the argument isn't as well constructed as i thought it would be enough to where i had to put like a post-production aiden talking about it apparently with the sonic hat i wore a beanie in this shit too didn't i wow you wore a beanie in this oh yeah this was also the second episode where i started including like a uh, gameplay but with like me over it so because I had a green screen, right, I could make the background gameplay. And so I put the, the gameplay in the background and then shrunk myself. So where you would have a small Aiden like covering over it. The problem with this episode and doing that approach, though, is because I had a beanie being cut off at the top. So you would always have a little bit of cutoff in those sections. Had I taken the beanie off, it probably would have been a more convincing effect. But I didn't want to, like, look nice. <laughs> Again, the depression was, like, really fucking with me. So I'm like, fuck this. I don't want to look good. I don't want to do this. I just want to film it and be done with it. So whatever. I just I just left that in. I got a lot of my, like, I don't even know where I got most of the Starling gameplay from. Probably from, like, one channel. Yeah. And then talked about reviews and such. There was only one bit in this entire video. And it's right at the very end. Again, depression. Like, I didn't want to do a bit. So I just did like a two-minute comedy stand-up of nonsense, like synced up to the uh, the Star Fox theme from the Super Nintendo game. And that was just it. It's good. I like it. But you go like a whole video. It's like almost 18 minutes or 17 minutes, and then you get the last two at the end. So I kind of got out of my depression, right? Kind of getting out of the funk. And then that leads us into episode six. Is Kirby 64 an underrated classic? This was a huge lesson for me. 
because the production of this video was probably the most involved. Uh, I probably spent the most amount of time on a singular episode with this Kirby 64. Like, I filmed the entire game. Uh, I spent forever on the bits. I spent a long time on the on-camera stuff. Uh, I did, like, music montages. I went more in-depth with the gameplay editing because I was noticing a lot of back-to-the-video games just featured me talking in front of a wood background and only a few segments of gameplay. So I added a whole lot more gameplay, keeping things sort of visually interesting. I even had like a whole two minute bit of like a Kirby Godzilla that was meant to be like a mood piece. You'd put your headphones in and you could hear like the city shaking, the fog rolling in, the background noises, and each thump would be Kirby moving and it would get closer and closer with this black background. I'm still really proud of that from like a dramatic angle. Uh, but it, it ended up being one of the longest episodes, 2737, only like 10 seconds shorter than the Smash one. And on top of all of this, right, like a pretty involved episode of Back to the Video Games already, the last six minutes is like a, a food video with me and Ethan eating dry ramen, and then I'm, I tell Ethan to close his eyes, and I put like tuna over it, so he eats like tuna ramen, and he thought it was cat food, and then I eat it. So like the last six minutes is a food video. It's so many ideas and so many like attempts and uh, in retrospect, not all of them flowed as well as I thought. I thought this episode was going to be a masterpiece. I thought it was going to be the best ever. And then a lot of people just kind of didn't like it. It went on a little too long. Not all the ideas gelled together or stuck. Uh, people didn't like the opening. People just had issues with this one in general. I also don't like the way like I, I, I structured like the topics of the game specifically. Like I put gameplay at the beginning, which is weird. I don't usually do that. Uh, again, a couple of bits that go on too long. The expert reviews comeback bit, which is cool for a little bit, but it goes on for like two or three more minutes than it should. And yeah, had I edited this today, this video probably would have been a lot shorter and I probably would have cut out bits of the food shit as well. It, I think I could probably get it down to like 24 minutes if I really tried. If I really tried to cut out specific stuff, I could make it a little bit shorter. Maybe that would be a more enjoyable watch but that was a big lesson to me of like shit i can't have these going on too long i can't throw in a billion concepts at once i have to focus down a little bit more so that was a big learning lesson honestly this this episode probably taught me the most out of any episode and then uh, episode seven the top 10 sino pokemon this was finally where like i got the camera perspective right like i'm far back enough the green screen effect is perfect I'm still out of focus. In fact, some of the skits even had like me and Ethan out of focus slightly. Uh, but otherwise, a pretty damn good episode. This one, this one's probably the second most viewed. Uh, maybe not. It's 46 views. Uh, my 400th ever Blue Catch Productions video. It was a uh, top 10 Sinnoh Pokemon. So like I had done top 10s of the other Pokemon games. And I wanted to finally cover Sinnoh, but I wanted to wait till like 400 subs, and then that didn't happen. So I'm like, fuck it, we'll just do it for the 400th video. <laughs> but this was the last uh, video with Ethan in it because he was moving away. And then I made like some dumbass excuse for why I was leaving. Something about like butt cancer or some shit. I don't know. Another top 10. So this one was fairly easy for me to record and stuff. I did do like a little cool thing where like, uh, you would hear the cry of the Pokemon first and then like a little sick animation and then it would show who the Pokemon was. And as far as like gameplay and shit, I got like stuff from the anime. I got stuff from the games. I got gifts. 
I, I even used Pokemon music in this as well. Just so, like, it would fit more of a Pokemon mood. Because usually I just use my regular background music. But whatever. But I like this. I have some issues with the focusing. Uh, and some of my, like, points, my talking points on certain Pokemon weren't as good as I thought it was. But, like, the whole, like, number two Weavile bit is really good. And the numbers thing where every time I say the word numbers, it gets a little bit louder and louder is pretty awesome. Yeah, and just from a visual perspective, I think it's just the best up until this point. All right, episode eight, Star Fox Zero, the good, the bad, the ugly. We're almost toward the end here. I don't want to stretch out the Satan on Anchor longer than it needs to be. Again, as far as camera stuff, perfect. Uh, far back enough, green screen line is gone. This time the focus is on point because I really noticed how bad it was in the top 10 Sinnoh Pokemon video, so it's more on point. And this was a video where I felt the opposite of the Kirby 64 one, where it's like, this video is going to be bad, uh, the bits aren't that good, they're not funny, a lot of my talking points aren't interesting, it's only 22 minutes, nobody's going to like it. I was just so worried about how the Star Fox Zero one was going to do, because I had hyped it up for a long time. I had mentioned that I was going to talk about Star Fox Zero a bunch and just hadn't yet, but I'm like, alright, I'm going to do it. I had mentioned it to Zach that this was in production for like several months, just the idea of it. I even did like two or three playthroughs of Star Fox Zero and recorded all the gameplay for it and kind of like grew a little bit of a, a somewhat uh, nice appreciation for the game. Uh, again, doing bits by myself since Ethan was gone was kind of uh, tricky, but uh, I was surprised just because like I thought the episode wasn't going to do well at all. And then uh, hearing Zach and Jay and everybody being like, no, this episode was actually really good. And then me going back and watching it and be like, oh shit, yeah, this is actually really good. Uh, it just flows. It just flows. It's only 22 minutes. Each talking point leads right into the next one. The bits weren't as bad as I thought they would be. And it was just overall like a fair review of Star Fox Zero. A really good one too. Uh, I think at the time, this was probably like my favorite episode of Back to the Video Games. It was like, all right, this is what I want it to be. I want it to be roughly around 20 minutes. I want a couple of good skits. Uh, I want a lot of gameplay in the edit, and I added even more uh, compared to like the Kirby 64 and the, and the top 10 Sinnoh Pokemon where it's like a lot of gameplay that you're getting at multiple points. I was just such a fan of this one. This one's still great. This is probably like in my top three back to the video games episodes. Yeah. Yeah, probably top three. <laughs> and then episode nine, the battle of the Super Nintendo Racers. Uh, there was a pretty big gap between episode eight and nine um just because that i was at my granddad's house and we were moving actual houses during that time so we we lived for, with our grandparents for a while and they had bad internet and didn't have my green screen with me so i couldn't get anything done uh, at all for like a month or so because it just kept going on and on and on and on and on finally i was able to film this get it done compare these two games together and uh, i think what ultimately ended up making this episode relatively unique was this was the first episode that I decided to live stream the editing process of. And I was kind of worried about that because I was like, well, like, uh, people are going to watch it in the stream, but they're not going to watch the actual finished product at all. But honestly, streaming it, the editing was such a good idea because it ended up creating like a lot of really good humor and, and bits. Remember when I was talking about earlier, how like uh, the Smash episode had, like, the first bit where it was just uh, me and the dialogue and me talking about the game but slightly twisting it in the edit. 
uh, this episode was taking that idea that was already established and really cranking it up to the max. In fact, I think going forward, you're probably going to be seeing less and less skits and like humor bits. And instead, you're going to be getting a lot more of like humor like this, where it's like, oh, I'm rambling about being in a dark void. Okay, let's put a dark void in the background. Let's introduce this hellish music, etc. Uh, uh, there's another one where I'm like, oh, this music vibes. And then I put like a dancing Thanos and a little March theme. And then it zooms in on my face. And when it zooms back out, it's just a pile of ash <laughs> and shit. And he's just gone. Uh, the multiplayer bit or like the start of the multiplayer segment is just going multiplayer. And it's like, that's funny on its own. But then a uh, Calfro and, and Marjack and Jay did like a bunch of edits and stuff to make it sound like all demonic and, and weird and stuff like that. It, it's this humor approach, this style of humor that I really, really liked about this episode and taught me going forward that that's probably going to be the main focus. There won't just be skits. There's just going to be a lot more of this in general. As far as the content, this versus battle I thought was pretty good. I broke it up into like a bazillion categories rather than having it where it's just Mario and Zelda where I talk about like things that are similar, things that aren't similar. I broke it up into like nine or ten different categories. Oh yeah, this also had the pimping bits where I took my outtakes and turned it into lessons about pimping. <laughs> All right, uh, how many views is this at? This is at 20. All right, and then the last episode, episode 10, my Pokemon Sword Review, which at the time of recording this is not out, but uh, by the time this is uploaded, it should be. I just got done editing it last night. I rewatched it over and over again, and I really do like this Pokemon Sword a review as a finale to back to the video games taking that white bread plot and ending it the way I do where I essentially toast the bread I thought was genius I'm like how do I get out of this interdimensional wheat plot I'm like oh I know I'll turn them into toast and then put beans on it and I'm like hopefully patient enjoys this again I don't know because it's not uploaded yet but I did that specifically for patient uh the review portion I also thought was really good because that was such a controversial game it had a lot of issues uh, that people had with it, and I tried my best to be not only critical, but also have my voice. Uh, one of the challenges of Back to the Video Games, especially on the game review side, is really sticking to my own voice, uh, sticking to what I actually thought about the game. I have a bad habit of like taking other people's opinions and consensus and turning it into my own, and when I'm like, I should just focus on me and rely on me, and so that Pokemon Sword review is a real exercise in that. It also has a lot of the same kind of uh, humor style as the ninth episode where I'm taking funny things that I said and, and adding on to that. The Inteleon bit took forever to edit, but it was so worth it in my opinion. Uh, the Venusaur bits too with both of them going bruh and then bruh. The Prokemon thing was a funny like accidental edit. But shit like that where I'm just like clowning on myself. Uh, that type of humor I really just enjoy. There were no skits in the Pokemon Sword video at all. The ending kind of was, but not in a funny way, and just sort of in, in a season-ending way. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's season one of Back to the Video Games. Uh, if you're listening to this Aiden on Anchor, and you've watched all these episodes, let me know what your favorites are. If you could do like a little, a little ranking, or just tell me your top three, I would love to hear it, because like, for me... Every episode is an improvement on itself for the most part. Uh, 
so like i love what my favorite episode of back to the video games is the sword and shield review like <laughs> you know and the one before that was the mario kart one and then the Star Fox zero one like i think it's a gradual improvement uh, i don't know how other people feel about it though so if you've seen all of them let me know if you haven't check in the link in the description below click on my youtube channel blue couch productions find the playlist back to the video games watch them and then let me know what you think about them overall though i'd say season one was a pretty big success I definitely had some growing pains at the beginning with trying to figure out how to film a show like this. And by the end, I felt like I really came into my own in terms of length, in terms of pacing, in terms of technical details, in terms of humor. And I'm still impressing myself episode to episode with like trying new things. For example, the Sword and Shield review, rather than just having like, uh, like little short transitions that have story in text or presentation in text. Instead, you just get gameplay clips transitioning from one to the other with the audio. So hopefully that means that it'll flow a lot better. I'm just learning and trying new things all the time. I'm having a lot of fun like creating and experimenting. And I hope with season two that I can do even more experimenting, uh, talk about games that I've really wanted to talk about, get more uh, interesting with the topics that I cover and just see how it all pans out and how it all works out. But I've been talking for way too long. Thank you all for listening to this. Again, check the links in the description to all my socials. Let me know what you thought about this episode somewhere on the internet. If you want to support the podcast, you can donate to it. Uh, Jay the Zoomster has already donated a dollar, so thank you to him. Uh, and that'll do it pretty much. I've been Aiden of Blue Catch Productions, and I'm signing off. Bye bye <laughs>